Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast, recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. Jazz, just the way we like it, plays those classic jazz songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, the 1970s, all the way up to current time, present time. We play many of those songs that we listened to as a young man. And here I am playing them now for your pleasure. And also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous art form, creative art form, original art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio with my co-host, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, good brother? All right, how you, man? How you be? I'm okay, man. Hanging in there, man. Another week, bro. Yeah, another week, and uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to my daughters, Juanita and Angela. On uh, December 9th is their birthday. They were born on the same day, four years apart, so I'm not going to say age, but I'm just going to (laughs) say happy birthday to both of you. Hey, let me let me second that. Happy birthday, guys! <laughs> wow, I didn't realize they were born on the same day. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I probably knew that years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know how that go. Yeah. So, Juanita uh, missed her fourth birthday because Angela was born on her fourth birthday, so uh, she didn't get a birthday party on on her fourth birthday. Uh, <laughs> so I we recently you. gave her a fourth birthday party. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Talking about birthdays, man, I just saw an article talked about uh, life expectancy and that life expectancy in the United States dropped by three years. And it was due to, you know, COVID, drug overdose, teen suicide, all that jazz. Now, here's the good thing, Barry, because it makes us, man, we done beat the odds. <laughs> <laughs> the life expectancy now is 76.1, 76 oh, years, wow. one month. So we already <laughs> done, 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 done beat it. <laughs> that sounds good to me, sounds man. Sounds good to me as well. <laughs> Finally, we won. <laughs> we won one, anyway. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that, you know, people who are into this, Say so you can't look at life expectancy that way when you get, you know, when you're a certain age, you measure life expectancy 65 plus. How many years you're expected to live past 65? Right. And now when you take that into account, I think the numbers is around somewhere between 80 and 82. Mm-hmm. So we got a little way to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In my case, a long way. (laughs) (laughs) I know nobody believes that. (laughs) Well, I can still say it. (laughs) All right, man, let's um, get the podcast going. We always start the podcast out with a song that addresses the issue of social justice. And this is a song that I really like. And I especially like the artist, Richie Havens. And I remember I, I saw him one time, man, on, on, on the west side of Manhattan. And I was surprised. He was just walking down the street with his friends, conversating, you know. And I, and I said, when I saw him, I was like kind of shocked. I said, Richie Havens. And he turned around, and, you know, he does this little, uh, I don't know what you call it when you have, put your hands in the, a prayer position. Namaste. Yeah. 
and did a little bow, and he smiled. And that, that was nice. That was very nice. Um, my sister Ann used to go see him when he first started singing in the village, her and my cousin Jean. And they would talk about this guy named Richie Haven. This is before he had any albums out. And because uh, he, I think he was from Bed-Stuy. Yeah, he was a Brooklynite. Yeah, definitely yeah. Brooklynite. And Bed-Stuy, like you said. Yeah. Uh, so long history. Well, anyway, this is, he, he sings this Dylan song called License to Kill. So, folks, sit back and enjoy our song that addresses issues of social justice, Richie Haven's License to Kill. Thinks he rules the universe And he can do with it as he pleases And if it doesn't change soon He will Man has invented his doom First step was touching the moon There's a woman on my block And she sits there in a cold chill she says, who's gonna take away his license to kill? They take him and they teach him, then they groom him for life. They set him on a path where he's bound to get ill. Bury his body with stars. Sell his body like they do used cars There's a woman on my block And she sits there facing the hill She says, who's gonna take away his license to kill? He's hell-bent on destruction He's fatally confused his mind has been mismanaged with great skill Bury his body like stars Sell his body like they do used cars There's a woman on my block And she sits there facing the hill She says, who's gonna take away his license?
worships at an altar Like a stagnant pool When he sees his reflection He's fulfilled Man has invented his doom First step was touching the moon Man has invented his doom First step was touching the moon There's a woman on a mind block Here she sits there in a cold chill She says Who's gonna take away his license to kill? She says Who's gonna take away his license to kill? She says who Is gonna take away License to kill Wow, yeah. that's a powerful piece, Richie Havens. Uh, License to Kill, a Bob Dylan song, man. How'd you like that one, Larry? Oh, man, that was beautiful. And uh, Richie Havens got such a unique voice. You can, the, There's no mistaking when he's singing. Uh, and I really was listening to how well he plays the acoustic guitar. I mean, I was just listening to those notes, and man, he really has uh, mastery. Uh, over that over that instrument, I think. Yeah, he has a unique way of playing it. The song is a powerful song, man, because it, it speaks to uh, indirectly to America's obsession with guns. Yeah. Uh, and we are really in the midst of this obsession manifesting itself with mass shootings, young people <laughs> shooting schools, shooting up churches, shooting up salons. It is common. It is the expected almost. It's no longer a unique experience that that we see this. And, and, and uh, America is unique in that way. Uh, and there's, there, I think there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, many there's like eight countries in the world that completely ban guns. They don't have them. And in fact, you can go to the U.S., United States, Virgin Islands, and the police don't carry guns. You know, this is a, a learned behavior that, that this society has developed. And it begins with the interpretation of this, you know, the Constitution, the Second Amendment. Because the Second Amendment talks about the right to bear arms. But are they talking about the state rights? Militia or the individual rights is unclear, but way back it's been interpreted as an individual yeah, right. right. Yeah. And that just goes on in this obsession with, 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 with guns. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, at one time I think it, it uh, typically like the, the, uh, uh, the ones where there were mass shootings was typically a... a, a a young white male that was involved. And lately, it's not only young white males that are involved. No. You have black males as well. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard of any females that have done it uh, to date, but I'm quite sure there's probably some out there that have done it. So it's not, 
it's it's a it's an American issue, uh, which doesn't really have to do at this point with race. No. It has, you know, it just has to do with uh, the fact that they have these assault rifles yeah. and can just. It's the yeah. culture. Yeah. There's, there's a famous experiment in psychology that was done in the early 1960s by Albert Bandura. And Albert Bandura is one of the famous uh, persons in psychology with his theory on social learning. And, and Bandura did an experiment in which he had two classrooms. And the classrooms had identical toys up front. And they had these little kids and the teacher and in both classrooms everything was the same and the teacher repeated the same behavior so the kids had to sit quiet and watch the teacher play with the toys so in one classroom the teacher played with all these regular toys and in the other classroom the teacher played with these regular toys except in the second classroom uh, the teacher played aggressively, all right? So they watched the teacher play aggressively. And in the other classroom, the teacher did not play aggressively. Both classrooms had toy guns in it. The teachers did not touch the toy guns in neither classroom. When it was the kids' turn to play, the most significant difference in this well, of course, the kids who watched the aggressive behavior played aggressively. The kids who watched the teacher play more passively did not play aggressively. It's like observational learning. <clears throat> but the kids who played aggressively had a tendency to play with the guns, even though the teacher never picked up the guns, the toy guns. And the kids who did not play aggressively did not pick up the toy guns. So it's a fascinating uh, study because exposure to violence increases the likelihood of gun behavior. And we knew this from the 60s. And look how many times people are bombarded with violent images. So, you know, television, media, this and that, the highlight, the news, that's all the highlights. Violence, violence, violence. Uh, so in some ways, a lot of this is expected. But it's an interesting study, man. Yeah, I can. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's uh, that sounds <laughs> sounds like wow. And that was done in the sixties. Yeah, and but they haven't done anything with it to uh, to. No, no, to, like most social science experiments, it sits on bookshelves. Yeah, yeah, and it's taught in, in colleges, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't shape policy. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, uh, that's uh. Richie Havens, man, License to Kill, man, powerful, powerful song written by Dylan. Dylan, it was something else. I see. I thought when when he was saying License to Kill, I thought he was talking about the Vietnam War. That's what I thought when the License to Kill, uh, going over to Norm and having the right to kill. But I, I didn't hear Norm. I didn't hear war. So. I, your interpretation is a lot better than mine. Yeah, I think but it was in general. Yeah, yeah. It included, that, yeah. you know, Vietnam yeah. and everything else. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Um, <laughs> hey, let's move on, man. This is, uh, we're going to do some jazz duets today. So we're going to play some jazz duets, man. Some 
two jazz artists get together or two artists get together, man, and make music, man, make jazz. Here's a Latin jazz piece with a Brazilian sax player, Gato Barberi. And, of course, folks know Santana. Well, it's hard to put Santana in a category because his music is kind of, it can fit in rock, it can fit in jazz, it can fit in Latin, it can fit in so many, yeah, you know, yeah, categories. Yeah, he is but, very versatile. Yeah. So, uh, Gato Barberi and uh, Santana did this piece called Europa, and it was recorded in 1977. Uh, so sit back and enjoy, folks. Thank you. 
Whoa, folks, sorry about that. Uh, I didn't realize that YouTube threw a commercial in there, so we uh, just got to put that on hold for a minute. Uh, that was Gato Barberi, oh man, in Santana. Yeah. They were smoking, man. They yeah. were smoking. That's right, for give sure. Me, what do you think, man? Oh, man, that was uh, that was beautiful. Gato, uh, you know, one of the things that I really like about him is when he hit those, those high notes, he hits them. And I yeah. always thought his sax scream. I always use. I always think of a screaming sax, because he goes like really high. Yeah. And 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 he and he stretches it out, and and I really I, I always love to hear him play. Yeah, me too. And uh, and 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 Santana, of course. I mean Santana. But a lot of people are not familiar with Gato. Yeah. You know, from Argent from Argentina. He's like from yeah. Argentina. No, he's from Brazil. Oh, Brazil. I thought he was Argentinian. No, I think oh. he's Brazilian. Okay, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Well, let's go back and finish this, man. We got the commercial yeah, yeah. out. Thank <laughs> you. 
That's our first duet, man. That's uh, uh, Gato Barberi on sax and Santana, of course, on acoustic guitar. Man, what a piece, Larry. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Gato, man, he brings it. He brings it, and he plays with that samba, yeah. Brazilian oh. style. And, and, and Santana is so flexible. He... So many people he recorded with, from jazz artists to blues artists to rock artists to Latin artists. Yeah. Uh, he, he even recorded with Alice Coltrane. Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, and, and they, they seem to click on that, man. That's a, a <coughs> good duet. Well, folks, you know, we, we are going to focus and play duets, and so that's a good way to start it off. We got to Barberi and uh, uh, Santana, and if you don't, you're not familiar with Gato Barberi and, and his uh, Brazilian jazz, you should check him out. Uh, yeah, did you used to have any of his albums? Yeah, I, I I got about two or three of his albums. Anytime anything came out by him, I I, I would buy it. Yeah, I know I had a, uh, at least one of them, maybe two. I don't remember. All right, let's <coughs> let's keep moving on with do it, and that was recorded in 1977, which means that was done when Santana was a young man, still yeah, in his yeah. early 20s. Yeah, you know. Um, let's move on, man. Let's keep this uh, jazz duet thing going on, man. And here's the uh, oldie but goodie, man. This is Charlie Mingus, man, the man Mingus, playing with one creative artist, Eric Dolphy. Ooh. Uh, they're playing an old, old uh, Duke Ellington piece, man. Take the A-Train. Oh, my, yes. Yeah. But this is, they ain't playing it the way Duke did it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's listen to this, man. This is uh, Charlie Mingus and Eric Darfy, Take the A-Train.
Satan man, has. We got caught again, folks. I'm sorry about that. Um, I didn't realize that this had a commercial in it, and that's one of the problems with doing recordings for YouTube more and more. They are putting commercials in it. Uh, but, hey, what, what can you do? You got to go with it the way they do it. Okay, let's go back to the music. Thank you. 
Ah, man. I did it again, folks. That, that was uh, Charlie Mingus sextet. Charlie Mingus on bass with Eric Duffy on uh, bass clarinet. Ah, Larry. That was beautiful. You can see the creativity in Eric Duffy. You can hear the creativity oh, in yeah. Eric Duffy. Oh, and yeah. you know, like a, like a Mingus who was like... A uh, heavy composer and composition man yeah. would want to record with him or play with him. I like the arrangement. I like how they. Uh, I like how the way that they did it. And one of the things that stood out for me was uh, the honky tonk piano, uh, ragtime piano that that they brought into this this piece. I don't know who the piano player was, but it was good. It was a different uh, different way to look at it. So that was like. Uh, I was I was glad to hear that. I, I like I like I like ragtime every once in a while. It's, it has a funky beat to it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and Eric Duffy, man, man, this guy is a creative genius. Yeah. And I now I know why Train did a lot of recordings with him and and you know Train admired Eric Duffy, man. Yeah. Uh, that both had that creative piece going for them, man. I think that's the first time I heard the uh, bass clarinet. I wasn't. Quite sure whether not it was a clarinet or the oboe, but once I saw the, no, it's the horn, yeah, yeah, I saw I saw the horn at the end. Yeah, oboe is yeah. more like an yeah, extended string, clarinet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's uh, yeah. about that same uh, length, but it doesn't yeah. have the uh, the horn at the yeah, end. Yeah, they're both reed instruments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, but, man. But he, but, but he but he also plays tenor too, I think, right? I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays a number of instruments, yeah. man. Cats like uh, Eric Duffy and Youssef Latif, you know, yeah. these are some very creative. They were some very creative musicians, man, and uh, they don't get their due, but uh, they are uh, creative guys, man. Yeah. They were like, you know, well respected within the circle of jazz artists. Yeah, you know. Uh, and try to expand the boundary of the music. Right. Yeah. Now let's slow it down, man. Here's another cat. These are two guys, man. another duet, folks. This is, uh, hopefully we can play this with no interruptions. Uh, Chet Baker and Bill Evans. Yeah, Chet Baker was a character in himself, but a brilliant uh, trumpet player and singer. And Bill Evans is Bill Evans, man. He was the man did some of the composition on So What, Miles' kind of blue album uh, with Miles, played with Miles and played with Train. and He was on sketches in Spain, too. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Bill Evans is the guy who introduced John Coltrane to Buddhism and uh, Eastern thought and philosophy. Wow. So when uh, when Train was playing with Miles and in Miles' group, Bill Evans was a piano player. Yep. And, you know, he sort of got Train interested in, in this. And, you know, that stuff became part of Train, and Train introduced it to his wife, Alice Coltrane, that whole trend yep. that continued. But it was, you know, really, because he was always <clears throat> reading books on Buddhism and Eastern philosophy. Here's a, let's slow it down on this. Chet Baker and Bill Evans. And it's a funny thing, when I was doing the research on these two, 
Bill Evans didn't like Chuck Baker. <laughs> you know, well, Chuck Baker was a character, man. You know, he had he had demons to deal with. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Okay. substance abuse, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, he had some heavy demons. Uh-huh. But he was a brilliant man. He can sing. You know, when he does that, you know, my funny Valentine, yeah. man, serious. Yeah. And he can play that trumpet. So let's listen to this piece called Alone Together. Chuck Baker. Bill Evans, uh, alone together.
That was Chet Baker on trumpet, Bill Evans on piano, uh, Herbie Mann on flute with Pepper Adams on baritone saxophone, Kenny Burrell on guitar, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on the drums. Alone Together, recorded 1958-1959. That's great personnel on that on that on that record. Absolutely, great absolutely, yeah. very mellow, man. Very mellow. mellow. I like the like uh, Herbie Mann with the flute. Was yeah, in the, he always had a great flute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chuck Baker, you know, he has his style and he plays within his style. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, he's a mellow trumpet. He was a mellow trumpet player, man. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, you know, certain musicians know their range and play within their range, man, you yeah. know. Uh, but that was a hell of a lineup. A hell of a lineup. You're right. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, let's keep moving, man. You know, that was uh, Alone Together, recorded in 58, 59. I have one uh, quick question for you. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you think happened in Georgia? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I knew he was going to win. I thought, I thought, I didn't think he was going to win. I thought. I know that, you didn't, but yeah. I, yeah. You wonder. You, you got me this time. Yeah, no. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia's in process of turning, man. Yeah. You know, uh, he didn't Biden win by took much, it. but he, he didn't win yeah. by much, but he won. Biden right. took it in 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 two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and and now uh, and he beat him by three points, man. Yeah. You know, uh, and and they, you know. So I think that was the independent vote that that uh, yeah, swung his way. Independence and a lot of young people came out. Gen Z came out. Oh, man. okay. Is that what it was? Both, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the thing of it is, man, you know, it's it's another nail in in Donald Trump's coffin. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And and we're witnessing the end of Trump. The phenomenon ain't last that long. You know, mm-hmm. and if and mm-hmm. if the Republican Party goes and nominate this guy in two years, they are in for such a beating, because there's going to be so many there's so many cases coming down the wire. Uh, the the corporation just got you know f- uh, uh, embezzlement and uh, embezzlement tax tax evasion. Yeah, and you got the cases are coming down, and then they may be charges directly against him. That's they're coming. They're coming after him. Yeah. Uh, but if the Republican Party uh, uh, going to talk, uh, you know, design their own downfall, and they will take a beating in '24, uh, let them go with him. Yeah. You know, you see people moving away. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want him in Georgia to come. Whoa. Yeah. No. No. The Hershey Walker folks didn't want him to come down in Georgia. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. 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 And uh, a lot of the uh, uh, in 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 the midterm folks didn't want him because he was so alienating. Uh, but yeah, so the Democrats have that fifty-one advantage. Yeah, they don't need the uh, they don't need uh, the, the vice president. Yeah, and they don't need the vice president. Yeah, and they don't need the Republicans. The Republicans can't block anything in committees. They can't block judges. And, uh, you know, but the only thing, it's a split Congress. Yeah. So the fools in the uh, House are going to be the fools in the House with the Republican Party. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna block anything the Democrats say or want to do. Yeah. 
only because it's the Democrats, whether it's good for the country or not. I don't know. I mean, there might be some bipartisan stuff. That I, I, I've heard of a couple of things that have, that have been going through lately yeah. that, that have been bipartisan. Yeah, but that's this is not. This is the old Congress. It's not the new one yet. Yeah. This would the old one with Democrats majority. Yeah. So stuff that's going through January, the new Congress comes in with the Republican majority. Right. And we'll see then. Well, they're going to do. They're going to push their agenda, of course. Their agenda is uh, go after Biden, go after Hunter Biden, go after people. That's a lot of waste of time Department. and money. Waste of time and money. They already said it. They're going after investigations. Yeah. So. Um, well, Democrats did, did a lot of investigating too. So, but at least they had a platform. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's keep it going with this duet piece. We're moving on this, folks. Here's an old piece with uh, uh, Clifford Brown and Max Roach, who did a lot of recordings together. And this is "Stomping at the Savoy," the Savoy Manor. Here we go. Enjoy.
Clifford Brown on trumpet, Max Roach on drums on a piece, uh, Stomping at the Savoy, recorded in 1954. Oh, that's old Clifford Brown, man, and, you know, he tragically died in a car accident. Yeah, so young, man, yeah. so young. Yeah, but he was a trumpet player, bro. Yeah, he, ooh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, how'd you like it, though? Yeah, oh, I loved it, I loved it. And Max, you know Max, man. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he has his unique style, Max Roach, man, on those drums. Yeah. Uh, Max recorded a lot with Clifford Brown until he tragically died. Yeah. Uh, Clifford Brown. Uh, and then Max, you know, he was married to Abby Lincoln. Yes, yes, they were married at one yeah. point. Yeah. And then they did recordings together. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have a couple of records by them. All right. Well, folks, it's almost that time, so we got time to play one more duet. And here's a, bring it a little more uh, current, well, not that current. <laughs> this is Alice Coltrane and Farrell Saunders in a piece recorded in 1971. Oh, yeah, 1971. Sit back and enjoy this.
what better way to end the podcast than with Alice Coltrane on harp, John uh, Farrell Saunders on tenor sax, Rashid Ali on drums, and Cecil McBee on the bass. Man, what a piece. What a piece. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. You just got to close your eyes and just listen to that. Yeah. And it just, yeah. Takes you, just takes you away from where you are right now. Yeah. You know. She she brought a whole new dimension to yeah. jazz with that harp. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. She did. And took it to, there were other jazz players that played the harp, but she incorporated that Eastern Indian a, a musical approach. Yeah, it was there all through that. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you could hear it. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. If Shantae, you listening, I played Alice for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I hope know you, you enjoyed, enjoyed that. Yeah, I know that Shantae enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see her smiling <laughs> right now. <laughs> yep, we miss you. Yep. Uh, all right, folks. Larry, man, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry about last week, but I had two doctor's appointments and I couldn't. Yeah, I know you I old couldn't. cats got doctor's appointments. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We played some duets. Uh, so many duets in jazz, you can't cover them all, but we tried to get a little taste of the spectrum. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed the music and the conversation. And as always, folks, Larry, thanks for being here. Thanks you folks out there for listening. And as always, peace and love. Beautiful. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you. In the clear blue skies How I worry about you Just can't live my life without you Baby, come here Don't have no fear Oh, is there a wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love So tell me why Stop to think About this weather, my dear This little dream might fade away There I go a-talking out of my head again Oh baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together That would make me strong and breathe Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid If there's a cloud up above us Go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together will endure a hurricane Oh my baby Please let me love you and give me relief from this awful misery. Maybe there 
good place to use a loving state of mind. I'm so tired of being without and never knowing what love's about. James Woody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. We're 